This is the WHL This Week Radio Edition, presented by the Western Hockey League. Here's your host, John Keane. Hey, welcome to the show, and we have lots ahead, including another WHL graduate making an NHL impact. Logan Stankoven debuting in the NHL this past week, scored on his 21st birthday. We'll have more on that in moments. Speaking of, Matt Rempe has been making headlines for his start in the NHL with the New York Rangers. We'll talk to his former coach in Seattle, Matt Odette. Spokane Chiefs head coach Ryan Smith recently returned from South Korea. It's where he guided Canada's youth Olympic hockey team. It's a star-studded lineup with future WHL talent. We'll have more with Ryan. And a former WHLer is now rising the ranks of the NHL executive world. The story of 28-year-old Vuki Mapofu. First up. A former CHL Player of the Year with the Kamloops Blazers made his NHL debut this past week. And in his second NHL game and a home ice debut with the Dallas Stars, Logan Stankoven delivered. Here's Johnston weaving. He gets knocked by Pellick. Shot. Score! Stankoven! His first NHL goal on his 21st birthday. Logan Stankoven. It's perfect. Why did Johnston look like a... Porcupine in a balloon factory on his way through their D. And the follow-up is Stankoven, who just has a knack. Logan Stankoven was leading the American Hockey League in scoring in his first year of pro hockey when he was called up. A four-year WHLer, two-time world junior for Canada, finally breaking through. Uh, it was great. You know, all the guys were really welcoming and made the transition uh, super easy for me. And this is something you dream of, uh, you know, when you first put the skates on. And, um, you know, I owe it to my family and, and friends and all my coaches, uh, you know, back home that have uh, helped me get to where I am today. Stan Coven was a second-round pick of the Dallas Stars in the 2021 NHL draft. And he talked about the transition from junior to pro. It's, uh, it's a little bit different. Obviously, you're going to the rink and... Some of these guys you're playing with or against, you know, have families and kids and um, they're trying to support for, support their family. And, you know, for me, it's just about showing up to the rink and, and putting in uh, my best best effort every day. And uh, I'm always trying to find little ways to get better. And um, I don't think my mindset has changed at all. Um, you know, I want to be in the NHL. So uh, doing the extra pays off. And uh, I think it has a season. His coach in Kamloops for four seasons, Sean Clouston. You know, first and foremost, he's put a ton into 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 his hockey over his uh, his young career so far. Um, you know, spent a lot of time with the Blazers, so it's it's pretty exciting for for everybody involved here. And, and obviously, I, I can't imagine for for the parents, it must it must just be uh, a real thrill. From the drop of the puck to the Ed Chanel Cup, this is the WHL This Week Radio Edition. Former Seattle Thunderbird Matt Rempe has been making some NHL headlines for his rugged start to his NHL career. He also scored his first NHL goal in a victory to go along with some physicality. I asked his former coach, Matt Odette, in Seattle about his NHL start. Yeah, for sure. It's always great to see guys that, you know, are in your program and, you know, are really good kids, you know, get the opportunity to play in the NHL. And, you know, Matt's been a guy that's done things the hard way, you know, an undrafted kid and just continued to work uh, year after year you know first guy at the rink last guy uh, at the rink every day and you know it's nice to see all that hard work pay off 
he was a project, right? Like, I mean, he came in, big guy, had to kind of catch up to his body a little bit. Take me through when you got him, and if you ever felt that he'd be in the NHL now. Yeah, you know, I remember the first spring camp we had him. He was 15 and just obviously very raw and, and gangly and, you know, certainly a project. And, you know, credit credit Russ for, you know, giving him the opportunity at the time. And um, you know, there's, there's always something about his game that he had a knack, he had a hockey sense where he could – um, get around the ice and make good decisions and you know we always had that you know the physicality and you know the, the willingness to do that so um, you know from there just slowly got better and better every year and and uh, found his way to the NHL. Yeah it's kudos it's big time um, you know development on his side he's playing that role of a it's almost a, a dying art a little bit here with the enforcer type role he's a big guy um, he didn't do a lot of it at this level because maybe he was just almost too big for others but uh, do you project him to kind of be that guy at six eight you know like I think there's more to him than that but but is, is that kind of his projection you think? Yeah, I think it's just another tool in his toolbox. Um, you know, I think just being a guy at that size that could get around the ice really well, it was, you know, two strides and he would cover board to board and that gave him the opportunity to finish a lot of hits and, you know, it led to some suspensions, just him being, you know, the, the bigger guy out there and, um, you know, I just, you know, discovering that that was another thing he could do. He could handle himself in a fight and, you know, he's just always that guy that wants to protect his teammates and, and you know, stick up for his guys and, um, you know, it's kind of gone away in the NHL a little bit, but you always need a guy um, that the whole, can hold the other team in a, accountable and, you know, provide some pushback. And he's a guy that can play too. Um, you know, he scored some goals for us and, you know, he's got really good hockey sense and, and can get around the ice. So there, there's more to him than just the, the fisticuffs. You're listening to the WHL This Week Radio Edition. Canada's hockey bid at the World Youth Olympics in South Korea was guided by Spokane Chiefs head coach Ryan Smith. Although the squad missed the podium, the experience for Smith was first class, not to mention a first-hand look at the upcoming WHL talent on that team. Yeah, it was, you know, honestly once in a lifetime being at the Olympics. I mean, it was the Youth Olympics, but it, to me it felt like... The regular Olympics, I mean, uh, all kinds of people from all kinds of countries, different sports, uh, you know, um, the coolest thing was just being in the athlete's village, just, you know, mingling with uh, different people from different countries, bumping into, you know, I met a, a girl that was on the German hockey team that I played two years with her dad, and it just, like, those little things like that are, um, you know, it was, just a, it was a really good experience. The result wasn't obviously what we wanted, uh, you know, we wanted a gold, and then we came up empty, but um, all in all, I, I couldn't ask for a better experience. So let's drop some names. There's some top WHL prospects coming into the league next year from that uh, Team Canada, and I'm sure their uh, their teams and their fans will be anticipating these players coming in. Well, yeah, I mean, I'd be I'd be shameful for me not to mention the two Spokane guys in in. Uh uh, Preston and, and Esler, um, you know, Preston's a goal scorer. He's uh, up in OHA doing doing that every, every game. He did that overseas as well. He had some big goals for us. He's a dynamite player, uh, electric, uh, shoots the puck a ton, fast, skilled. You know, we're happy to have him. And, and the league's lucky to have players like this. And then Esler was our starting goalie over there. Um, he played quite well throughout the tournament. A little bit undersized guy, but he gives you everything he's got. And, again, another guy that will be in the league here uh, you know turning some heads and we got Liam and Marcus the Ruck twins uh, play with Preston in OHA um, you know just 
almost like the Sedins. They just seem to feed off each other and um, you know play just a game amongst themselves. It's like they don't really need a third guy, but uh, you know they're they're pretty fun to watch. And Medicine Hat will be lucky to have them. And then you know you got Ryan Lynn and Verhoff and. Um, and uh, Rudolph, all big-time defensemen that are going to be coming in, and all three of those guys are, are elite defensemen, and, and those are hard to find, as you and I know. That's just they're they're a diamond, you know, diamond in the rough, and all three of those guys will be impact players, you know, for their teams coming into the WHL. So uh, you know, it's nice to be able to coach those guys, and also the other guys from Ontario and out east. So real good experience, and uh, you know, can't wait to see where all these guys end up uh, in the future. 22 teams, one goal. This is the WHL This Week Radio Edition. The WHL recently put together an online article on 28-year-old former WHLer Vuki Mapofu, a Saskatoon native who played in the WHL with the Red Deer Rebels. His path to the NHL took him to law school, where he now works as an executive with the Pittsburgh Penguins as Director of Hockey Operations and Legal Affairs. In conversation with the WHL's Kami Kepke, Mapofu talks about how his family landed in Saskatoon, where he began his hockey journey on the move with his dad's medical career. My parents grew up in Zimbabwe and they ended up, he, he went to medical school in England. Then he did a, his residency period in, uh, in Dubai, which is actually where I was born. And then he ended up getting a job at the University of Saskatchewan Hospital in Saskatoon as a pediatric oncologist. At the time, I think there was just one or two of them in, in, in Saskatoon there. So that's kind of how we ended up in Saskatoon. Avuki would go on to play midget hockey with the Saskatoon contacts. You know, obviously grew up kind of taking a liking to hockey given that. And, um, you know, I for, since I can remember have been kind of skating and and, and, and playing hockey with friends, uh, you know, on the outdoor rinks and on the ponds and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of that was kind of the journey that, that my parents took to uh, from Zimbabwe kind of all the way to all the way to Saskatoon. In 2011, he was drafted in the fourth round of the WHL Bantam draft by the Red Deer Rebels. Oh, it was great. I think Red Deer was uh, a great opportunity, you know, for me to mature um, and to learn a lot about, you know, um, I guess pro style hockey, obviously playing for Brent Sutter, who had extensive experience playing, coaching in the NHL, um, you know, and getting to go there and play for him. I think he taught, he taught us a lot about, you know, accountability and self-evaluation and uh, discipline and work ethic. And those are sort of things that I've kept with me, um, you know, obviously when I was playing and, and, and ever since, uh, you know, both in school and since I've been working um, you know, in, in management um, as an executive. So it's been, uh, it's been, it was a really transformational experience for me, I would say, just as far as uh, maturing and kind of learning some of those, learning some of those sort of key, key foundational things um, that, that have kind of helped me along the way ever since. Mapofu says playing junior hockey in the WHL was the start to figuring out his future. You know, you're kind of, you're kind of the center of the show in town, right? And so, you know, it's a lot of fun to, it's a lot of fun to play in front of those crowds. And, um, you know, for a lot of us, like I grew up watching the Saskatoon Blades, um, you know, all the time. I would go to games multiple times per week, like my whole, 
my whole life growing up as a kid. And so, you know, for a lot of guys, like the first dream before even getting to the NHL is playing in the Western Hockey League. And so um, that in and of itself is, is a dream come true uh, for a lot of people, myself included. Mapofu took a step at a young age to pursue education as his ticket to the NHL. So what I kind of had done that summer after playing was kind of see the path that a lot of the executives in the NHL had taken towards getting to where they were. Um, and what I kind of found was that they fell largely into two buckets. They were either former NHL players or lawyers. And so at that time, I kind of had a decision to make like, OK, I think maybe I could be an executive if I, um, you know, if I went to law school and, and got got some legal training to supplement, obviously, my experience um, in the hockey world. Um, and so my decision was sort of between, OK, do I want to play out the last do I want to play out the last, you know, three years of my junior career and then start that process? Or do I want to, you know, maybe start it now and, and, and see, and see what I could see, see what I could potentially do at a younger age, as far as starting my career. Vuki attended UCLA to pursue a law degree after starting with the LA Kings. He's now in Pittsburgh with the Penguins. So what are his future goals in the sport? I think just to continue to add to my add to my skill set and, um, you know, continue to grow my knowledge of the game, just try and get better and better each and every year as an executive. Obviously, uh, the main one would be, you know, try and be a part of uh, building a Stanley Cup champion. That's obviously, I think, everybody's goal, um, whether in whether they're players or in management. Um, and that's certainly mine as well. You know, being here in Pittsburgh and having been in LA for a couple of years, um, you know, organizations that have that have won in the salary cap era um, and won in different in different ways. That's really the main the main goal is to you know try and try and get better and better and sort of be part of contributing to contributing to uh, you know building a team that that can win the Stanley Cup here in Pittsburgh. So. Um, you know, we're obviously working towards that. We're obviously working towards that every day, trying to get better and better each and every day. And Mapofu enjoying his role and the daily challenges. It's a lot of fun. And, you know, obviously with our group now, we're, um, you know, kind of pushing for the playoffs here and, um, you know, preparing for preparing for the trade deadline and kind of the final push, the final push towards the end of the season here. So it's a, it's a really exciting, really exciting time of year here. And hopefully we can uh, string together some wins over the next several weeks. The complete article with Cami Kepke can be found online at whl.ca. Hey, that's the show. Want to say a big thanks to our guests as well as Cami Kepke in the WHL office. Thanks. I'm John Keane. Have a good weekend.